Hilchos chamei to matat laws of leavened and unleavened bread, as they apply to Pesach, of course. Yesh b'chol and shmei mitzvahs, it involves eight mitzvahs, sholosh mitzvahsei, three positive mitzvahs, v'chamesh mitzvahsei, and five negative mitzvahs. Zerah put these are the details. Aleph, number one, sholidoyachal chametz b'yam abarasom b'chtesim al-mala natit chametz. On the 14th day of Nisan, from midday and onward. Beis, number two, l'hash b'sar b'yam abarasom to destroy chametz. On the day of the 14th, again from the midday and onward, this ancient Ram does not specify that. Gimel number three, Shalachal Chametz called Shiv Natit Chametz all seven days of Pesach. So it's a separate mitzvah, Natit Chametz on Yudalad, Erev Pesach, Natit Chametz on Pesach itself. Dalad number four, Shalachal Chametz called Shiv Natit, mixtures of Chametz all seven days of Pesach, an independent mitzvah. Hey, number five, Shalachal Chametz called Shiv Natit Si Chametz, so to speak, um, or not, not, not to have Chametz seen in your possession. The seven days of Pesach above, Shlomimatzu Chametz Choshiv, not to have Chametz found in your possession. The seven days of Pesach, which the, the, the fifth and sixth mitzvah are essentially the same thing, repeated to be over to trans, be transgressing us extra extra uh, uh, if a person does own Chametz. Zion number seven. To report the story of, of uh, to, to say the story of the Exodus. On the first night of Pesach, we'll be in Mitzvah Eilu Parakam Eilu. We'll explain the following Parakam Halacha Aleph. The Parakam Aleph, Chapter One, Halacha One. Chalichal Chazayis Chametz Pesach Metchilas Leilach Misha Asher. Whatever you say, Aleph size piece of Chametz on the night of the fifteenth of Nisan. Ad Seif Yemechad Vesim Nisan Meizid on the until the night of the twenty-first of Nisan. Intentionally, Chayav Karis is Chayav Karis, which means there are according to the Rambam to pass away before fifty and the spiritual retribution in the world to come. Shemer it says Ki Kol Aichal Chametz Nichas Whatever it's Chametz. That's all be cut off. B'shayig, if it's unintentional, for example, he forgot his Pesach, or he didn't know that this was uh, Chametz, he thought it was Kosh of Pesach, Chayav Karmachatz Kavua, for that is Chayav Karmachatz, a sin offering, which is Kavua established, regardless of the person's financial status, financial status, as opposed to another type of carbon chatos, which does change based on financial status. Echad Eichel Vechad HaMacham B'shayig, so whether you eat it, whether you uh, uh, liquefy it and drink it, make a Chametz smoothie, Cookie smoothie. It's still the same halacha. Halacha base. Hachametz from Pesach also b'hano. Hachametz of Pesach besides being forbidden to eat, you may not derive benefit from it. Shemar it says, Hachametz shall not be eaten. So the idea of uh, is that you may not uh, derive any benefit from the chametz, which could lead to the possibility of eating. In other words, to derive any kind of be- any kind of benefit from something has a monetary value. Money can be used to buy food. So selling the chametz or any other, anything else you do with the chametz that that's beneficial. Which has a monetary benefit of any kind, or any kind of uh, 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 any kind of any kind of benefit which can be conceptualized as monetary in any way, uh, is aser. Should not be something which gives the possibility of eating. That any kind of benefit is a possibility of acquiring more food. Someone who leaves chametz allows chametz to be in his possession on Pesach. Even if he does not not, uh, not derive benefits from even though he does not eat it, or for that matter, he, even if he does not derive any benefit from it, he transgresses two lavim, two negative commandments. The says, "You should not let chametz be seen in your uh, in your borders." Remember, it says, "Chametz or leaven." Sir is actually really the the yeast, which the, the this very very sour dough which you put into dough to make it leaven. Should not be found in your court, in your houses. This is chametz. This is uh, the provision of chametz, leavened bread, or the provision of leavening agent, which makes it into leaven. If you leave dough for a while, it becomes eventually becomes chametz. But you can also immediately make it become chametz by putting yeast into it. So the original yeast was pieces of dough that were let to sit for a very long time. 
So the provision of chametz, the provision of leaven, with which you make something else chametz, echadu is the same. So anything which you violate, anything for which anything for which is a prohibition of eating or owning on Pesach, any situation where you transgress those prohibitions of eating or owning, deriving benefit from, it also applies if it's not uh, not just chametz, if it's leaven, or if it's if it's just chametz, not leaven. Either way, any person not, does not doesn't get malchus for the prohibition of owning or letting chametz be seen in his possession. If he purchased the chametz on Pesach, purchase that is from, from a non-Jew because if he purchased from a Jew, it's not really his. It's still it's uh, you can't sell it, so you can't buy it either. Uh, if he purchased from a goy on Pesach, or he made chametz on Pesach, he made flour and water, he and then he put yeast into it to make it leaven, or he left it to made flour and water and let it sit for eighteen minutes. Because they has to do a deed. However, if he if he owned chametz prior to Pesach, Pesach Pesach arrived, he did not destroy it, and he let it exist in his domain. Even though he transgressed the two provisions, he's not He did not do an action. but he is liable for. Uh, rebellious Marcus. When a person, Chometz, which uh, existed on Pesach, possession of a Jew, also is, for, is forever forbidden to derive benefit from by any Jew. So, for example, a person is not from, uh, for whatever reason, a person didn't sell his Chometz on Pesach, he owns a store, you can't buy Chometz from him, you can't buy a cereal until, uh, you can't buy a cereal uh, after Pesach. That's why you have to wait till you know the store sold out all their Pesach supplies. Dov is a knasim to be safe, and this is a penalty instituted by the Chachamim. This is the person who transgressed the prohibition of owning Chametz on Pesach. Chacham forbade it, and they forbade it even if he let it, left it on Pesach accidentally because he forgot to sell it or whatever. Or Ba'inis, for example, if somebody uh, uh, stole the Chametz from him, so he couldn't, destroy, he couldn't, uh, couldn't destroy it. The government took away his beer factory. He couldn't get in. He couldn't do anything. This way, Chazal uh, um, um, deterred people from leaving the Chametz in their domain on Pesach and, and rather than destroying it because you know, they want to benefit from, from, from it after Pesach. This way, Chazal deterred that from by saying, even if you leave it on your, in your Rishus on Pesach, you cannot benefit from it after Pesach. So you, you gain nothing, therefore you, destroy, you make sure you destroy your Chametz. And even if you do it by accident or or uh, or against against your uh, against your your will, um, Chazal didn't change the decree, so people should not uh, presumably so people should not do it on purpose and claim it was by accident. If chametz gets mixed with something else on Pesach, when it's in the same it's same the same uh, species. So, for example, uh, if he has matzah meal, which some breadcrumbs get mixed in, now it's all mixed together. Your breadcrumbs that get mixed in into cornflakes crumbs. Uh, the tiniest amount makes the entire thing forbidden. Which belongs to a yid. That, that was not destroyed on Pesach. It, uh, it, it, it lived through Pesach. Even though, as we said, as, as we said before, you may not derive any benefit from it. In this Arab, if it gets mixed in something else, whether it's its own, its own type of thing like breadcrumbs and matzah meal, your breadcrumbs and cornflakes crumbs, and, cornflakes crumbs. Uh, and this mixture happened after Pesach, or according to some even on Pesach, but certainly if it happened after Pesach, you're allowed to eat it after Pesach. Because only, only uh, forbade and, and, and penalty, made a penalty, knast, if it's chametz as it is, if it's the mixture of chametz, that case you may eat it after Pesach. And again, some understand the Rambam that this applies even when the mixture happened happened uh, on Pesach itself. 
All right, now that, even in that case, you would have to destroy the chametz on Pesach. It's just if you didn't, then after Pesach you're allowed to use it according to those uh, those that understanding. Others understand it. I'm to me no that that's that's not allowed. It's only if after Pesach this chametz which the, the chametz say you have to destroy before you destroyed it, it got mixed in accidentally with other types of uh, food. So then you could eat it. Halacha vav ein chayav and kares ala lachilas atzpus chametz. You only have cars for eating chametz on Pesach, the kazayas of chametz that is. If you eat the chametz itself, it's a mixture of chametz, again, kutach abavi, Babylonian kutach, which is a mixture of sour milk, moldy bread crusts, and salt. The sheikh amadai, or median beer. The Gemara, when it says beer stam, it usually means beer made from dates. But sheikh amadai, medium beer, that refers to our kind of beer, which is made from grain. Or anything else that which is a something which is, which is a mixture of chametz. If you eat it on Pesach, so you eat, uh, eat chametz as, as as part of a mixture. But not karis. It says another part of the pasuk that says don't eat any leaven. It's a separate pasuk to a separate law. That's the law of of uh, of mixture of chametz for which the prohibition is the, the penalty is not karis, but it is a regular law which is which is, which is malchus if a person. Is punished in bezin. Medva movement is applied. That we say that um, that the person's chayav malchus for eating a mixture of chametz on Pesach. When the mixture wasn't like a crumb of chametz in a you know in a huge uh, pot, it was a kazayis of chametz in a mixture of three eggs, which basically means one sixth. According to the Rambam, that's one sixth of the mixture was chametz. Four uh, five six was not chametz. That's the ratio. Should look at if it's that much or if it's more. If the ratio is less than that, so it's basically less than one sixth of, of chametz. Even though he's not allowed to eat it, if he eats it, he's not chayiv malchus. So if the ratio is less than the kazayis for per achilas pras, so it's less than the kazayis per three eggs, which means less than one sixth. Then even though we're not allowed to eat it. Uh, there's no malchus menatayra, only malchus menarbonon. If there is a kazayis of of chametz for three eggs, and at that point you're to allow menatayra, though it's not karis. In order to be chayiv karis, it has to be apparently chametz by itself. Now, um, at least the majority of chametz, maybe even the chametz mamish by itself, which is interesting because according to the Aron says elsewhere that usually whatever it says in the Torah, any situation where you cannot eat a kazayis of something, even if it's mixed with other things, as long as it's a kazayis per Three eggs per achilas pras is mamish like eating kazayis. No difference, which is why some say over here that Rambam is talking about a case. The Rambam explains that Rambam is talking about a case where it never was independent chametz by itself. Not a case we have, let's say, breadcrumbs get mixed in into a larger mixture. The case over here is where you had, let's say, a fruit smoothie and flour that was mamish kosher pesach. You could make matzah with that flour came into this mixture and it became chametz in the mixture. So now you have a kazayis of chametz in this mixture of, of three eggs. So then, because it never was independent of chametz by itself, only became chametz as part of a mixture. So then we say that since it's, uh, it's, uh, it's not mamish chametz, there's no karis, only malchus. And that's only if it's kazayis parachilis pras. If it's less than the kazayis parachilis pras, then in that case, there's no malchus. In fact, there's no malchus, whether it's the example of this flour that falls into this fruit smoothie, or it's mamish kazayas of challah bread that gets mixed into the fruit smoothie as well. In both cases, if it's less than kazayas per pras, 
There's no Makos Matayr, only Makos Mardis. Halacha Zayin. Someone eats a tiniest amount of Chomets on Pesach, a crumb of bread. It's a biblical prohibition, biblically forbidden, it says, it may not be eaten at all. Unless in a Chayv Karas, a carbon is not Chayv Karas, if it's intentional, a carbon, or if it's unintentional, unless, again, unless it's the amount which is an olive, olive portion. And again, presumably, if a person eats a Kazayis, Prachilas Pras, an uh, example of a Chavav, that would be a case where if it's unintentional, it's chayv a carbon. If he eats less a kazayis on purpose, then because he transgressed uh, a prohibition, the chacham punish him with rebellious lashes. Now that was all Pesach. Let's talk about Erev Pesach. Also, the Chometz may not eat Chometz. May have Basa on the fourteenth of Nisan. May Chatzis Hayim Olmaylo from midday onward. Should Mitchilas Shal Shvius Yim, which is the beginning of the seventh hour of the day. So if the sun rises at 6 a.m. and sets at 6 p.m., that would be 12 o'clock and onward. Because the seventh hour of the day is from 12 o'clock to 1 o'clock. Whoever eats, whoever eats in Chambas at this time, like Materis, is the Chayv Malkus Materis. Shemrat says, you should not eat Chambas on it, meaning on the carbon Pesach. Clearly means to say, on the time when you can theoretically, theoretically begin to slaughter the carbon Pesach, which is midday. Even though you chayev malchus uh, eating chametz every Pesach, you're not chayev kars. Kachlon piyashmuah piyash davrzeh. We have a tradition. This is the interpretation of the pasuk. Lo yisrochal chametz. Do not eat chametz. Pesach or shul this Pesach at the hour where it's theoretically possible to shech from Pesach. Shubin arbayim buchatziyoyim, which is in the uh, afternoon after midday. Tess. Also chamel echal chametz pches rashi chamish shishis. The chamel said that even though biblically eating chametz prohibition only begins at midday. The Chacham forbade eating it one hour earlier from the beginning of the sixth hour, meaning 11 o'clock a.m. in our example. So you should not uh, touch the Torah prohibition. In other words, if you eat Chametz the whole hour till 11.59 a.m., you might come to eat it to, to the next minute at 12 o'clock. Therefore, the beginning of the sixth hour, Chametz is forbidden to be eaten. And it's forbidden to be derived benefit from also from the beginning of the sixth hour, biblically, the rest of the day, seven onward, biblically. So one more time. The Ram is like redundant over here, but he says twice. The point is, is that from the beginning of the sixth hour, from eleven o'clock a.m., the is rabbinically forbidden to derive benefit from or to eat to Bisharium the rest of the day, from the seventh day and hour and onward, it's biblically forbidden. Shahamish is the fifth hour from ten o'clock a.m. and onward. also extended it one hour extra because if it's a cloudy day, you can make a bigger mistake. make a mistake between the fifth hour and the sixth hour. And then you're going to come to revise the prohibition of eating chametz after 11 o'clock. Um, and uh, the but how are the fifth hour from, from 10 o'clock a.m. to 11 o'clock a.m., there's no prohibition to derive benefit from chametz. You, you just can't eat it. Therefore, it's because you're not allowed to eat, uh, eat chametz then, but you could derive benefit from it. So if you have truma, which is chametz, the loaves brought with the carbon tater, which are also chametz, any holy chametz, you don't you can't eat it then. The surf and do you burn it then? Because you're not allowed to burn uh, holy bread unless you have to. till eleven o'clock comes. So if not then even though it's only rabbinic, uh, you don't wait till midday, you burn it at the eleven o'clock hour. Uh, or just before the eleven o'clock hour, perhaps. But according to Ram, probably at the eleven o'clock hour, yeah. Um and during that time, uh, from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m., 
the kahanim have truma bread, they can't eat it, but they could sell it to goy, they could uh, uh, give it to their animals, etc. Yud. Halamata, it turns out, you're allowed to eat chametz on the 14th until the end of the 4th hour, meaning 10 o'clock a.m. We now eat it during the 5th hour, beginning from 10 o'clock. But you could have enough from it, benefit. However, if you eat it from 11 o'clock, the 6th hour, the person's chai for clashes. Like if you eat it from the 7th hour, from 12 o'clock, then you're chai of malchus for a biblical prohibition of evening chametz in the of Pesach.